Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is April 25th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing well. It's great to have you back. I'm. Uh, I'm happy. I don't. I don't have to be the host anymore. I gotta move back off. the I mean, ball. we're co-hosts. I'm not a host. We're co-hosts. Neither of us are the official host. Well, you thing. keep is that the, how you... you keep the train on the tracks. <clears throat> I don't know yeah. if that's the case. I. I mean, I, I think that's. It's rarely on the tracks, uh, which is sort of the, I don't know, how this thing goes. Uh, but I, I, I guess it's even more off the tracks when you're, you're running point well, I solo. Well, I just didn't, you know, I had to do the schedule for the week last week and having to get all that Some organized. pressure, huh? You got to find where it is. You got to <laughs> yeah. find, find a link. You have to look around for less than five minutes find it, it yeah is. it's a daunting pressure it was it was a lot of work and <clears throat> i uh I'm, I'm happy that i don't have to do that this week I'm, i gotta I'm, listen I, back how uh, was the walk-up music was it good did you feel like it came off well i gotta i gotta still listen i've been totally unplugged i think it came off well except i had some audio issues um okay. the the airbnb i was at had just horrendous wi-fi i mean sure. horrendous wi-fi <laughs> and it was causing some delays. It caused some audio problems, and oh, um, God. so you know that that made it challenging. But DJ Pie was a great co-host. I, I you know, I, I brought in some real talent. <clears throat> yeah, and you know, yeah. between Smartin actual podcaster, Smartin and DJ Pie. Yep. You know, the thing about DJ Pie when I opened up his audio, I was like, oh, it's all it's it's perfect levels Balanced and out. everything, yeah. and it's like, yeah. oh. All, been doing this for five years. I still don't know the right, the proper way to get my levels right. So well, it is what it is. It probably it sounds the same to probably ninety eight percent of the world. It's those few sort of aficionados that might bother. But, but hey, but yeah. then Smartin's talking about birdie rates and all this stuff, and you know, it just it's just illuminated how how much of a hack I really am. <laughs> birdie rates and all this stuff. Uh, all right. Well, it's great to be back. As as far as we know, th- how was vacation? Way- it was fine. It was great. It was actually it was quite manageable. It was yeah. It was great. Fine. It was manageable. Sound like a glowing review. Oh, it was good. It was good. Well, I mean, usually it's pretty. It's pretty <laughs> hectic. It's more challenging than being at home because you're out of your comfort zone and you just don't have all the usual tools and and tricks at your display with four kids. But it was great. I enjoyed it. I didn't play a lick of golf, which is. Apparently not something people do often when they go to Hilton Head, <laughs> not even play a, a, a single hole of golf. We played mini golf, but uh, it was great. I really, really enjoyed it, and kids were manageable, and, and I'm happy to be back. As far as we know, you know, this is going to get us back on a regular normal routine. We should be present and accounted for. I know April's been a little dodgy since since the Masters, since you went on vacation before the Masters, and then I went on vacation, and then we had some 
you know, intervening illnesses and all sorts of things. But hopefully we're back to somewhat normal uh, schedules and, and hosting duties. I don't know. Let me tell knows? you, let me tell you something. The, um, I will, I was driving with Will today and Will was like, oh, we got the Mexico championship. I was like, what? Next week? And he's like, what? I was like, what is that? I didn't even know. <laughs> what it was and it's a new tournament and yeah it replaces the wgc vedanta or vedana and and there's just no nobody's playing oh real oh can't be yeah i mean this part of the schedule this might be the worst part of the pga tour schedule this might be worse than the fall I've always contended it gets real bleak between the Masters and it used to be the U.S. Open. Now it's the PGA. It's even more compact, so you're probably less apt to play more than once between the majors. Uh, I mean, it used to be really quell hollow, and that's it. I don't know. RBC had a good field, though. Heritage had a pretty good field. Well, after I, that, I, it's over. It's, you got this this thing. I don't. I, I mean, DJ brought up such a good point. He, yeah. I just laughed about it. He was like, this is good. This is a reminder that we shouldn't ask for anything as golf fans. Is that everybody Why? wanted a team event? Two, two men. And we got this team event, and it just is t- total shit. It's just a terrible event. I I had people like at my kids' baseball game today who casually follow golf, don't care. Like, oh, everybody's real fired up for the Zurich, like ripping on it. You know, making fun. Not like uh, like people like us and DJ who are kind of worn down by the week to week of like, what can you do to make some tournament pop? But like people who would be, you know, keen to kind of drop in on an event that's too bad, just dogging it. But you know what? It works for Xander Shoffley, the king of just sort of sneak it in, padding the resume, a bunch of top fives and top tens, rarely the wins, pads the resume, limited fields. Uh, now two man events he's throwing his, his hat in the rain on. Okay, okay. Gold medal games he wanted, with a field that's event. garbage. He won an Go event ahead. with Cantlay. It's not his fault that the tour acts like this is like a regular win. The, the, tour, the tour has created this situation. They act like it's like a normal win. They're... They're out there tooting, oh, add another win to these guys' totals. You know, they give 500 FedEx Cup points, and they do that just because Zurich is a big sponsor, and they don't want to say that their event shit and that it shouldn't exist by, by docking at FedEx Cup points, exemptions, and not giving it an official win. I was doing a big exercise on with because uh, Shane had me on, Shane Bacon had me on his podcast, and we did this, like, top 10 players of, of the last 10 years. And I created this point system. And one of the things I had to be very diligent about was making sure that nobody snuck in with a Zurich win that, that didn't deserve a win and also a net championship win. That was, it made it hard because of these bullshit wins. That, and then won- the other thing was I, was I was deeming events like elevated events, like better than regular tour events. And then I did Tiger from 98 to 08. And I had to, I had to have a different elevated events, like the Motorola Western Open, all of a sudden elevated event. That's, yeah. that's getting more, more credit. <laughs> Elevate than, that. Yeah. Well, let's, let's dive into it. The Greenbrier Classic, which, you know, it no longer became a military, the military tribute, tribute. And then just went kaput. Uh, the Tour Championship, 30 guys. WGC HSBC champions. The weakest WGC of them all. 
and a WGC, you know, 65 guys. A Century Tournament of Champions, 35 guys. I This is it. And now two men. He's not one. And, and I, he's gold medals mixed in there. But again, like that was a medal. small field, limited field with a lot of, you know, a lot of Can I push know, back? Strong, strong players. What? Can I push back on you? What? He was bad today. He got carried across the finish line. Cantlay carried his ass. He missed two b- bad putts, I think 9-10, their first bogey. He's put him in a terrible shit spot on 17. Cantlay hits an all-world chip to put it two feet, uh, two, two inches. 18, literally has to put a sacrifice bunt down. That's all he's got to do. Cantlay's the one that's got to drive. You know, we saw Louie bomb one into the water on 18 last year. Cantlay, of course, has lucks out there. All he does is literally three shot lead. He puts a sack bunt down, just moves it up the fairway, and Cantley does the work from there. No pressure on him. Cantley hit like a seven wood to like four feet for an eagle. I- I'm sorry. I'm not trying to pop Xander. It's just like this was a Gonzaga situation for me. You won a West Coast Conference tourney. Again, it's, it does more harm than good winning this because it's like show me something now again in like a real event. Am I being too harsh? What I'm do you have a defense? Back. All right, I'm push back. He's in, in effectively like five years as a PGA Tour pro. He has six top fives in majors. I totally. I, the major chart looks sexy on Wikipedia. I don't you know, see a win. You know how many top fives uh, in majors like uh, JT has in nine years? How many? He's got two. Yeah. And a win. He's, he's a, got a win, but he's got two other top fives. <clears throat> Not a, a lot. Championship talent, Xander. Yeah, I'm not, but like I'm, de- I'm just pushing back. Uh, also, here's another there's thing. A, there's a here's friend of the program thing. who calls him a house cat. I don't know if he wants to be named by name. Great writer, friend of the program, calls him a house cat. I think that's a perfect term. Go ahead. Here's the other thing I'm going to say is that Xander Schauffele was not this can't miss all world talent. This is not true. the next big thing. He Good was never back. deemed that. He yeah. he was a sleeper. He was a guy that barely got his card from the Corn Ferry Tour. But if you looked at stats, you saw they made a shitload of birdies, and you thought, oh. And then he burst on the scene at a U.S. Open and finished top five at a U.S. Open in a U.S. Open that he qualified for Aaron from Hills. a local qualifying. Yeah, um, I think maybe he might have been sectional. sectional. He might have been. I don't know exactly. But like you're talking about a guy who has never been hyped as this next big thing, who is, for the most part, a self-made guy. And I, I just think that you can't be harsh on him because there were never grand major championship expectations for him until he was all of a sudden 25 years old and in the top 10 in the world rankings yeah. because of exemplary play and always being an under-the-radar type talent. And for that, I think Xander deserves a little bit more of a pass. In, in his resume, <clears throat> while he's won those events, other guys didn't win those events. And I think that that Well, you were hit, hitting Spieth last week for this, for winning. Spieth, you know, and, it, Spieth and Xander are completely different planets here. We're talking about a guy, like having just done this exercise with Shane, we're talking about a guy with Xander who might, you know, realistically, he might end up being in the discussion of like the 10th best player of a decade. He's never going to be 
one of the five best players of, of a generation. That's just a reality. Yeah. He's been extraordinarily good in major championships, although I will say it's starting to look like maybe it was, you know, he just played really well. He got on a heater and he played really well because he hasn't been that good in majors the last couple around. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's not, look, I'm not trying to like crush him. He seems like a good guy. Not like somebody you should be rooting against in any way. It's just a remarkable quirk of the resume that it's all these like 30 man, the 35 man fields. And I, like I said, I think it's like Gonzaga, like you're winning another West coast conference tournament and that takes real skill and talent, and you're dominant in that regard. It's like it's almost like a win that makes you ask more, like than if you hadn't won at all. Like, Do you know what, how many, show me more. You know how many top fives and majors uh, Ricky Fowler has in the last oh, ten God, years? Ricky's always. The, I just I the just, punching bag comparison. I just want to. I want to point something out. Do you know top how many, fives he's had in how many years? Forever in, or, in, or in the last ten years? Well, he had four in 2014 alone. Yeah. All four. I don't know how many, like eight, seven. Xander has yeah. six. <coughs> Xander's only played since in major since 2016, I think, or 2017. 17. 2017, I mean, five like years. US Open was less first. than five years. He's accumulated almost as many top fives as it's this an great, ma- great major player, Ricky Fowler. Oh, who's arguing? Oh, no, man. he's such a major championship specialist. Was that was that was the terminology for ricky fowler four years ago major championship specialist just going to be a matter of time until he gets one xander Uh, xander has one more he's he's already he's already in five years amassed a better career almost a better career almost amassed a better career in five years than ricky fowler has in his entire career so I, Not this is my pushback on you calling Xander a house cat. Wait, I think he is to have a better career. Maybe. I don't know. I guess he doesn't have the players. He players doesn't have the Ricky The Jason only the, thing uh, yeah. that Ricky has is the players yeah. over him. Anyways, and, and I didn't that, this to become a referendum me, on Xander. I didn't think he played great today, but they won. Go ahead. To me, that is the thing. It, it's a he's, – he's doing a lot of stuff. He's, he's he's present. He's just not winning. For. If he wins a ma- if he wins a major this year, how does your opinion change? About change it? it changes it changes yeah significantly. I'm if he sure. wins, um, let's just say he wins two playoff events this year, not the tour championship. Oh, the other thing, he won another tour championship. He won a shadow leaderboard. He did win a shadow board. That's not been accounted. That and the Olympics thing. They kept doing like he hasn't won a tour event in a thousand days or whatever. Yeah, it was. what was up with that? They kept saying the guy that won the, the fucking Olympics last year and they're acting like he hasn't won something in, in <laughs> two years or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Three years, I think. Um uh, I, I will say uh, uh, Porter, I want to give him full credit. He he said this. I, I don't know if he tweeted this or shared it publicly. He sent it on the text chain I'm on. Uh He's going to play in six straight Kapaluas with two wins. It's kind of remarkable. What that, do you that's mean? Like, he won the Olympics. He won. He won the shadow. I mean, two tour Here's wins. Here's the thing. He won. That's what I'm saying. He won the six. gross championship at the tour championship last year. 
Is it six? No, six or two years ago. in a row with two wins. I don't know if that makes sense. I may be misstating that from Porter. But anyways, do you have anything that other thoughts on the Zurich? Billy Boy making a run for it. Uh, How about Billy Boy Burns. taking a bad drop? I don't know if it's a bad drop. All I'm saying, it was up in the air. There's there's a television. There's a, your play partners and Jay Day, who's just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know, mate. You're a partner partner and Sam Burns. And you have the Tom Cryer, the one who proclaims it so. He's, if there's any doubt, he comes in, he rings the bell, and he makes it. He, like, that wasn't getting out-proclaimed. He wasn't getting uh, on that one when it was up in the air. I don't know if that was bad. It was inconclusive. So Can we um, talk? You, you want to talk about Billy Boy They made a, a push at it. Yeah. yeah um, what? I have to... Uh, Pert R- Rooster Roy 88 on Twitter caught this. Caught the Rooster Roy. Okay. Caught Billy talking after the round. I think this was on on Saturday, maybe Friday. It might have been Friday or Saturday. Billy, one year after talking about how TPC Louisiana wasn't designed for the wind. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Is in the press conference saying, you know, I wouldn't mind if it blew a little tomorrow if if, if we got some wind. I, w- I well, would. When you talk I, that much, okay. you're gonna you're gonna be on the record contradicting yourself when you, you're out there having to talk and and be the voice for everything. Last year, complaining about the golf course, saying it 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 it's not designed for wind. One year later, saying he hopes it it blows. I have to. I have to throw another Billy Boy quote out there. This comes courtesy of DJ Pihowski, our guest on Friday. Uh, I guess this is a transcript Saturday night. Uh, I'm sure they'll talk about it on the No Laid Up podcast. Listen to that, too, because it's an incredible quote. He said something, of course I listened to Garth Brooks. Of course I listened to Garth, but I've never heard the song Call him Baton Rouge. Billy Horschel said that. What? How how can you say that? How is that possible? How can you say, of course, I listened to Garth Brooks and not... I've never, but I've never heard the song. I burnt, Sam Burns must have had that as a walk-up music or something. Is my assumption. Uh, what? Of course I. What? Of course I listened to Tupac, but I've never heard California Love. Of course I like. Who? Who would say that? What, what does he mean? He listens to Garth. He heard Friends in Low Places at a wedding once or twice. Like, what does that mean? What a quote. Never heard Colin Baton Rouge. Billy Horschel. Just an unbelievable. Do you have about, anything else on the Zurich? Yeah, how about the new PXG commercial? I Warning, it. smoking this driver is addictive, baby. A new PXG commercial. I can't wait to see it. It was nice. That, God. Masters Week was such a nice reprieve from all that, but you know, we're back in the throes of it. Smoking this driver. Warning, smoking this driver. Is addictive. I mean, is that like, like smoking warnings? It's not even like a thing. That's like an early two thousands like riff on like a cultural moment of the early two thousands. Like, come on. I, I was just, you know, who I was disappointed ahead. with today. Yeah, I thought Scrivener would take a run, and and they the just sailor? didn't have anything. The Jason duo. They, uh, Jason and Jason. They found shallow waters. They ran aground, yeah, <laughs> in, in Louisiana. Um, yeah, it's not. It wasn't a great. It was never. It's close, such a right? bad. 
Such a bad tournament. One. I think got within one after Xander was kind of putting it all, all around there two holes in a row. You know what my favorite point in every tournament is? What? Is when uh, when uh, Keegan Bradley putts out on 18, and I know that I never have to see him again for the rest <laughs> of the tournament. He got in the mix with Steely. He was, he was a presence on the broadcast. All right. I, what we've a drive-by. What an absolute <laughs> drive-by to close that out. We've talked for 15 minutes too long about the Zurich. So let's move on. I have a, a question to pose to you. Can we do an ad read? Yeah. We, I forgot to do the ad read on Friday. So let's, right, well, let's do the let's ad do read. Let's do an ad read for Club Champion. It's the official. It's our club fitter, the shotgun start, the fried egg. Uh, the core message here, I'm told, is helping golfers of any skill level play better golf through custom-fitted and custom-built equipment. And I got a personal anecdote about any skill level. I went and got my, my fitting from my guy James at the Fairfield, uh, Fairfax, Alexandria, Fairfax. Or Fairfax, Virginia location. Spent like three and a half hours. James Ames. He says it's, it is pronounced James Ames. Zames. The person in the bay next to me was so bad. I won't say man, woman, child, you know, animal. I won't say what. Was like, could not have been, I don't think was getting the ball in the air, was just smacking it all over the place. And they were so encouraging. They clearly seen people. I'm not suggesting I'm good or at all. But this person, like, I don't know that they'd swung a golf club very much. And uh, they were really encouraging, figuring out how to, like, tailor that person's uh, game uh, or fit their clubs, how they can make them slightly better or slightly more competent. So I'll just say this. If you're not particularly good, I think they know they're, they're experienced in seeing people that may not hit it the same distance and same spot every time, like myself, you know. Um, so, or if you're very good, they'll know how to get you precisely dialed in. I just, I'll just tell you that they have a range and adaptability to work with uh, people who maybe need some encouragement and f- figure out what, what might help them uh, on the lower end of the scale. And of course, at the upper end, uh, they can get you pretty well dialed. Uh, everything's truly custom, data-driven. It's a tour-level fitting process. They have 50,000 hittable head-shaft combos in every store, 60-plus brands. This is what I loved about this one. I'm not, no bullshit. Like, this is no bullshit. This is my experience. I was very happy with it. They're not pushing any brand on you. And I won't say which one, but occasionally he would throw and like, you know what? There's a lot of ads for that one. I don't know that it's that good. They're not going to say, like, if it works for you, it works for you. But they're not selling you the ad. Are you drip, saying like, that they're not saying warning, hitting this driver might be addictive or is addictive? They smoking. weren't putting any clubs down. They were just not giving you the ad messaging bullshit line of like, yeah, no, just try whatever you want. So it's, that's why we do this. With This is why we did this with them, right? This is agnostic, right? There's not every commercial message that says, we now have this head and this face, and it's going to hit it nuclear, baby, this, that, and the other. They just want to get you whatever's right for you. And there's no kind of agenda What's the, what's the code? What's the code? Is TFE or? No, it's fried egg. Fried egg. For... You get 20 per self, 20% off your fitting cost with the purchase of a club. 20% off the fitting cost with the purchase of a club. Use the code fried egg. All right. Can I ask you, can I pose a question? Yeah. Are we in a, a truly special time in golf 
where we're seeing a coming of age of one Pablo Larathabal, where he's heading straight for the George Costia zone. What did he win? The Handa? Spain? Something or other? ISPS Handa? Yeah, ISPS. This thing that sponsors 20,000 tournaments a year across the globe. Uh, the ball's on the heater. I mean, he's cleaning up with these garbage events. I mean, really weak events. It seems like he's coming for Cotsia. He might have surpassed Cotsia. He might have. I hate... You know, he was previously best known for, like, the bee attack in that pond, right? There was a swarm of bees one after him, and he made some viral moment. He was, you know, hitting in his underwear or something. That was, like, his his one moment of glory until now. But he's on a heater, I suppose. Um, Who do you think's younger, Kotsia or Larathabal? Larathabal, I would guess. No, he's three years older. Really? Larathabal is... So it's a late coming of age. 38. He's almost 39. Kutsia is 35. Really? Yeah. All right. This is enough Larathabal well, content for the week. He, this is Larathabal's latest start. T6 at the Saudi event. At the Ras Al Kamai. Kaima. Russell Kaima. Russell Kaima. T3. He won the My Golf Life Open at Pecanwood. Then he, he missed the cut at Stein City. But then he at Cutter he was T five and then he won this week. He's killing it. In Spain. He's got seven seven European tour wins. Katsia's <clears throat> got five. But Katsia's got ten yeah, worldwide you're, you're wins. You're cutting out that sunshine there. I mean they can't like if Laratabal's allowed to win in Spain to this week, you can't cut out the Sunshine Tour for George. George. Who do you think's got a better low uh, world golf ranking, like best in their career? Ever? Yeah. Uh, Katsia. What do you think it is? Katsia's low? Yeah. Like 66. 41. He got down okay. to 41. Laratabal, his best is 53rd. He's Right now, he's 68th. Okay. Larathabal is going to be in some WGCs. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a real end around some of these events. Unbelievable. <clears throat> All right. Is that enough on the DP World Tour? Yeah, like? that's it. That I just needed right. I, I feel like Larathabal has always been a tier below the Katsia zone, and now he's entered it. And they're duking there's a it whole, out. Like, there's a whole Spanish like cadre of like guys that are in the Larathabal you know, Nacho Elvira, like just guys who like Nacho, win, Nacho Elvira is not even hold close. a candle to Lerato. Elvira Kiros. Kiros, I, I, he was at one point in the Katsia zone. There's like a, a lot of guys that penetrate on the Euro tour that might not do it. Kiros surpassed the Katsia zone. I think he was, wasn't he a top 25 player at one point? No, I don't think that's accurate. He has hidden it. Like I said, he was millennial camp champ. You know, he was hitting it like 400 yards and people went nuts. I don't know that the results were ever uh, on par with the hype around the, the distance. Let's see. Let's see. I'm not. All right. Best OWGR. I almost said 25. This exact, Come on. No, 21. <sighs> That's crazy. I don't remember that. What did he win? He couldn't have won anything. Significant. All right. It was in 2010 to 2011. He won. He won the Dubai Desert Classic. Got him to okay. 21st. That gets you a bunch of points earlier in the year. He, he finished second at the Cutter Masters the week before. 
He finished sixth at the players that year and fifth at the world match play, the Volvo world match play. He had a good year okay. that year. And then he, year. Won, he won Dubai at the end of the year. He finished the year 21st his, okay. at, at the end of his last tournament. He so won he Dubai. He won twice in Dubai. Okay. Uh, on the women's tour, the LPGA, it's finishing up as we record this late Sunday night. They're on this the is West a Coast. boat race. NASA Hadeoka just, oh man, Wilshire looks really good. Really good. What is this, 18? They've got people around the green. Yeah, 18. Uh, NASA Hadeoka is six clear of Hannah Green as we record this at what is now the DIO implant Los Angeles Open. Uh, the only LA Open, still extant. Uh, but yeah, cr- cruises. We had Jin Young Ko in contention. She's hitting out of a. How about that? Was I that saw Baranka? Is that Baranka? Well, so it well, used it's to be. It's got the wall. It's not well, very rustic. It used to be really a, a rough Baranka, but then LA, LA the city, um, in, installed that wall. Like okay. the, it's a forced thing from okay. the, the city. The, the city the made government. them do that. Okay. So. Okay. That's right. why it looks I was the way say, it looks. Didn't, yeah, all right. Okay. Looks more like a concrete canal of some sort. Um, but yeah, she kind of booted it coming in. What was it, quintuple bogey or a, Yeah, a quad? but then she made birdie on the, on the next hole. <clears throat> so she kind of booted that away. Nasa Harayoka is going to be your winner as we're... Uh, she played incredible. Here. I mean, yeah. I don't think that... I You know, Jin Young Ko had that disastrous 17th yesterday, but I don't think it really mattered. Um with no. how well Hato Oka was playing. It, it was just unbelievable. It was just fairways and greens, hot putter. Nobody had a chance. It, I mean, it was incredible. You On the back nine, you're kind of like thinking, okay, she makes a couple bogeys, and it, it, she was just a machine, and she got herself into trouble. I did. I did chuckle. She had a five-shot lead, and uh, and she <coughs> took a she, – she hit it in like this deep bunker on 14, and – and the announcers were like, there's no way she's going for the green. And they're like, what a bold play. It's like, if you can't play boldly when you have a five-shot lead, when the fuck can you play boldly? Yeah. Right? Right. Like, that, uh, that's the absolute time to play boldly. Like, you got five shots. Like, okay, yeah, like, you hit the face and rip. it bounces back in, and then you chip out. Like, you can make a double. It's okay. Well, I, Xander, I'm leading by five. Xander decided to lay a bunt down on 18, up three. I mean, he didn't do that. He just he just popped one out there. Anyways, she's twelfth in the world. She's gonna go up to sixth, or, or she's been her best top ranking's been six. Uh, like been a really really strong player at majors and elsewhere for the last few years. Nasa Adayoka, winner of the LA Open event of the week. Was that the event of the week? Last that was Wednesday, the event I of the week. Well, sure. Got got to your heart. Firm uh, else- and windy week, and not surprising to see you know at at a good course that it it really separated uh the field and then last but not least on the champions tour with the club corp classic that was in god where was that dallas was that las colinas i think it was <laughs> why are we uh, talking about this irving texas I saw, it, it popped on the tv the other day and the somebody i was with was like wait tony romo's playing in a senior tour event this guy you know, I thought we were a society with laws and regu- rules and regulations. The guy plays golf everywhere. He plays in elite amateur events. He plays in care. The Sam stuff needs to end. <laughs> she can't be a celebrity. She's the greatest woman golfer of all time, and she's <laughs> teeing it up. 
as a celebrity. This is it's not ridiculous. This is Robo's a, in everything. He's getting exemptions. So we've never we've never been that critical of his exemptions. Corn free, even though he's never competitive, close to competitive. I guess he was scared scared the cut for a day, eighteen holes. The cut line at the Safeway. I want to say it was. Um, he but he's playing he didn't PGA scare the cut there. 18 holes corn fairy tour events he's playing in these elite amateur events and never gets you know exemptions to everything hey he won the 2010 will county am and now, but i'm talking about the northeast am didn't he show up to that and wd he's got sketchers on his shirt and now he's a celebrity and he he won he lost the playoff to uh, marty fish the celebrity playoff apparently someone tweeted at me it's like classic romo he uh he just like he went for the green. He, he all he needed was just to like wedge it all the way up, and he went for the green and hit it in the water. Uh, I was, just a miscalculation. But I, Jason Grant <laughs> tweeted that at me. Typical was, dumbass quarterback move from Romo. Pars or bogeys? He can only weekend, lose to an eagle. This Go weekend, ahead. I was with somebody that may or may not have a relative on the senior tour, Uh-oh. and and they were taken aback when I when I just said, you know, the senior tour exist. needs to just be dissolved <coughs> they were like wait what and i'm like well yeah you got scott i didn't even know what was going on i was like steven alker and scott perrell are out there dominating alex Cheka is winning majors and they couldn't can't even compete this is not the intention and then i, I looked today and scott perrell and steven alker are on a sunday duel i did this the playoff the playoff perrell Alker and Sowers. Five starts for Perel. PGA Tour. Five starts in whatever how many years. 11,000 career earnings. Alker, 86 starts. Seven top 25s. 841,000 earnings. He's made 2 million in the last two years. 800 career. Sowers had like 4.6 million. He had three wins and 466 starts. 14 top threes. Stand out. Stand out with three wins. And that was your three man playoff. Can't be what the Champions Tour had in mind when they were created. By the way, did you see Club Corp Classic? Do you see they were rebranded? This is the big news while I was on vacation that they're now called Invited, is the name of the company. Invited? Like the, that they're getting all fancy with it? This is uh, Shackelford. I mean, like, you're a golf course management company. You're not some restaurant, clothing brand. You're not even a golf course. Like, if I was invited by invited to join one of their courses, I'd have to think twice about this. Like, why Why is this a thing? Why? What a stupid name. What it was like... And and this was this was the quote I saw Shackelford. Invite this is our CEO. Invited is not just a name, it's everything we are. We are invited because from the golf courses to the tennis courts, from fine dining to we connect and create community communities, attracting members. Like is anybody going to think about this name and think about it at anything beyond a super surface level? They're going to say, "Oh, I I work for invited. It's an invited course." And it's, this is not some chapter of Faulkner or Infinite Jest where people stop and think about what it means. There's just going to be confusion, and they're going to promptly move on. Like you needed some highfalutin or attempted at highfalutin name to rebrand your golf course management company. It's a corp. It's not apparel. It's not a brand. It's not a restaurant. It's a corp, and it's a corporation. And now it's just invited. What a silly rebrand! But it looks like they're going for an IPO or some some. Fancy you know, I don't really care. Cash out. I know you don't. 
It's a ridiculous name. Naming is hard. Naming is a hard thing. I, 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 they were fine with Club Corp. It was fine. News. Greg Norman's going to play the Open. Says he's going to play the Open. If he's actually going to play the Open, doesn't seem likely. He's trying to get to become relevant again. Do you think so? Open letters yeah. to the world, to Jay Monahan. Surely uh, you just. Making proclamations that he's going to play he's the gonna, Open. He's opening himself up for just ridicule. ridicule. Did you watch the documentary? I haven't seen it yet. I, I have it DVR'd. I haven't had a t- at the time to watch it yet. Okay. I was just wondering if it was good. Um, I, heard, I heard good reviews. I heard it was, it was well done. Okay. I mean, it's 30 it for 30. They do a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think that's it. He's not going to... This is just... He's just looking to be... Make news. Keep his name out there as they're floundering, maybe. All right. That's it. That's all I got for this uh, Monday episode. Not, not a big fan. You want to talk more about the Club Corp rebrand? Invited? No. Naming your company? Invited? No. All right. Everyone enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back Wednesday to talk about the Mexico Open or the... Uh, Whatever it is, the Mexico Classic, Mexico Invitational that Andy didn't know existed until today. Mm-hmm.